BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Straight up with Stassi. Hi, everyone. I'm Stassi Schroeder. She's the star of Bravo's Vanderpump Rules. I'm here to talk about pop culture, reality TV, celeb gossip, relationships. Stassi's new podcast is a hilarious look at the world and everyone in it. I want to give my opinion on everything. And she's never one to hold back on any topic. Because that's what I do best. Judge. (laughs) This is Straight Up with Stassi. Hello, Khaleesi's. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's Ask Stassi. Um, I want to just apologize for not doing an Ask Stassi last week, but I honestly, like when depression hits you or like you have like an emotional rock bottom, it kind of feels impossible (laughs) to talk by yourself. In fact, um, I wasn't even sure I was going to be able to turn in and Ask Stassi this week because it's taking a lot out of me to talk by myself when I feel all over the place and sad and emotional and just kind of alone a bit. Breakups? Eh, Don't fucking recommend it. Um, so there's that. Uh, I'm just going to I'm I'm going to let like I'm going to free flow. You know what I mean? I'm going to just like do like a stream of consciousness thing. I feel like it's the only way I'll be able to like really get through this without like sobbing or something. I don't know. I don't know. I just need to be myself. You know what I'm saying? So if you've listened, if you're a listener of my podcast, you're probably updated on what's going on in my life. Um, I'm going through a, a breakup. Um it's been a few weeks now, almost a month, and it's sucky McSuck. Uh, and one thing that I've like really had to do is keep myself the most busy I could ever be and make sure I'm like not ever alone. Um, or I guess just like keeping alone time to a, like a minimum. I often require my friends to come over. Or I require, yes, like I, I, I force them against their will to just spend time with me if I'm, I'm starting to feel sad or, or, you know, if I start getting lost in my own thoughts, like that's no, no bueno. And the reason why I'm talking about this so much on my podcast and being so open about what's going on, because I will tell you, it is not fun to share your hurt and, and your personal situations with other people it's hard enough to explain to your friends or your family you know something that's painful to you much less 
people that you've never met. And then everybody has an opinion. Everybody wants to give you advice or everybody wants to tell you, you know, oh, tell him to fuck off or you fuck off or you made a bad decision or, or he did. Like, I, I, it, it, it's irrelevant. It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, but I, the reason why I'm sharing all of this with you guys and I'm being so open is, is because you have been so open with me. I feel so thankful that you guys have been emailing me for over a year now with your stories and what y'all are going through and the breakups that you're going through or the marriages or the happy times, the sad times, whatever. It doesn't even matter. I'm thankful that you share your lives with me and I want to be as authentic with y'all as I possibly can. So that is why I keep talking about it. Um, I feel like having a pod, the whole reason I wanted to have a podcast and what I really wanted to get out of it and to have other people get out of it was to make people feel less alone in life. When I was asked to do a podcast and Patrick and I talked about it a year and a half ago, you know, he asked me and and other people asked me, like, what do you want to do with this? Like, what's your purpose with it? And I'm like, I just want girls to be happy. And I know that a, a lot of men listen as well. So I'm sorry that I always say females or girls, but that was just my initial goal. I'm thankful for you guys just as much. But I just wanted to, I wanted to provide some sort of entertainment that would put a, a smile on someone's face if they were going through something or if they were having a bad day. I really want women to feel like we're all, t- we're all together. We're all doing this together. Life fucking sucks sometimes, right? It really does. And if you can just, if we can just be there for each other and not hate on each other and just listen to, say, listening to a podcast, if that makes you feel something, if, if you even just giggle, you don't even need to LOL. If you just like chuckle to yourself listening to my podcast, I feel like I've, I've done my job. If you just smile, if you like catch yourself smiling, or like even not even like a smile on your mouth, like just if you catch your eyes smiling while you're listening, then I've done my job. And I, I made a commitment. I made a promise to myself that I'd always be authentic and real on this podcast. And that is what I wanted it to be. And so that's what I am going to keep doing. And that is why I'm word vomiting all about my uh, past relationship and, and what I'm feeling and what I'm going through. It's emotional rock bottom. You know what? I don't know what's worse. Actually, I do know what's worse. Because, you know, last year I was at like actual rock bottom. A year ago, last summer, it was like legit rock bottom. I was like homeless, kind of. You know what I mean? I wasn't like exactly under the freeway, but shit was rough. (laughs) I was trying to find myself. I didn't know what I wanted. I didn't know like it was just really hard. And now it's just like emotional rock bottom just because, well, yeah. You know, Um, but like I said, having distractions and uh, having my friends around and my family around and it has been it's been it's made it so much easier for me to go through this. And that is why this past weekend when we all me and my friends, we all went to New Orleans, my hometown. That was amazing to be able to take everybody from L.A. to New Orleans. It was so cool. So weird, like worlds colliding. But that was that was a very helpful distraction. If you guys didn't, if you don't follow me on Snapchat, follow now because then you'll be able to uh, see what I'm talking about. Every time you listen to a podcast and I reference something, chances are if you followed me on Snapchat, you would have seen it already. Uh, but that's at Stassi Schroeder. Do you even do they even have like at signs on Snapchat? I'm not sure. 
but it's Stassi Schroeder. I know that, right? Um, but I, okay, besides the fact that I was feeling like sad going into this trip and I was like, I definitely need this trip to just to like lift my spirits. Um, I also kind of realized on this trip a little something about myself or not for the first time. It's not like I realized this for the first time. I guess it just like, I feel like it, 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 it confirmed, it just confirmed something that I already knew about myself, which is that I can't hang. Y'all, I don't get it. I drink all the time. You know what I mean? I'm from New Orleans. I day drink. I night drink. This isn't a bragging situation because it's something I'm embarrassed about that I like me and my friends drink so much. We don't really get like wasted, wasted every day. Like we don't get wasted every day, but we just, you know, it's like a steady intoxication all the time, you know? So I feel like if anyone can like handle like a a big group trip where there's lots of booze flowing and not that much sleep, I feel like it's me. Well, turns out it's not. It is definitely not me. I was pretty much hungover the entire trip. Like, I think I started the trip hungover, honestly. That's how you know, like, yeah, you really can't hang. Like, you already started hungover. Like, the beers or wine that you had the night before, before you got on the plane, like, that did it to you? Cool. Um, But something interesting happened to me when I was there. So I was in my hotel room alone. (laughs) I know. Right. And um, I woke up. It was it was early in the morning. The first day, the first after the first night we were in New Orleans, it was early in the morning the next day. And I woke up and I'm like, what? And somebody was over me. I'm like, who? What? Who is here? Like, what? What is? Who are? What's going on? I could barely open my eyes. For some reason, that's been happening to me. Every time I wake up, like, I feel like my eyes are like sewn shut. I think it might be because like of my my like stoner Stassi thing that like I smoke weed to go to sleep, you know? So maybe that has something to do with it. Not sure. Um, then once I was able to like kind of be with it, I noticed that Sheena Manina was over me. And I'm like, you're here. It was like, I was seeing a, an angel, you know, when you don't know you're going to see something and it's, it's, and then you see it, it's just trippy. So I'm, I'm in new Orleans. I'm forgetting that I'm in new Orleans cause I'm hungover. And I'm opening my eyes and I see my best friend from New Orleans the, standing over me. And I'm like, what? And then Amberly, who was on my podcast last week, um, my little witch doctor, she was there too. I'm like, what is happening right now? And like, we brought you juices because we knew that you were going to be hungover. So we brought them for all of you and your friends and for you and all your friends. I'm like, that is the nicest thing ever. Um, how'd you get in my hotel room? I'm not mad at it, but also like, I really can't talk because I think I'm going to have to call my friends and say, I can't do anything today. Like I I had planned like a whole day for everyone. I'm like pretty, not pretty sure. Actually, I'm not going to make it. You guys are going to have to go on without me. I'll give you, uh, the schedule you got, I'll map quest it for you or something, but like, I can't, I am too hungover to get up. I can't even sit up, much less put on makeup, go outside and start doing shit all over again. And they said, Amberly and Sheena were like, oh, absolutely not. We can heal you. And I'm like, are you guys fucking kidding me? And like, no, we're not. We are not fucking kidding you. So they told me, 
to lay down, go back to sleep. And I'm like, well, thank God for that because I have to. Like, I can't even... I, I, I was so excited to see Sheena and Amberly, but, like, you know when you're that hungover and tired that, like, Jesus Christ or Buddha or, like, I don't know, whoever the fuck you want, like, whoever you would think would be, like, the one person that could get you out of bed to do anything, if that person was right in front of you but she couldn't do it, you're that tired and hungover, that is exactly how I felt. So I just kept mumbling, like, I'm so happy that y'all are here, but I'm sorry. I wish I could talk to you, but I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I'm so hungover. And they're like, don't worry. Don't worry. We'll take care of you. So they let me go right back into my position sleeping. Amberly laid on one side of me. Sheena laid on the other side of me. And they started doing like some energy crystal healing on me as I slept. So they slept. They laid there with me for an hour. One of them put their hand on my forehead for a while. The other one put it on like my forearm and like they were just kind of like just doing weird energy shit. And the whole time it was like a half sleep. You know, it was like a half sleep situation. Like I was aware that they were there trying to help me. And but I also was like sleeping at the same time. It was strange. And then after an hour of this going on, I was like, actually, I'm actually feeling better. Like, I feel actually better. And they're like, see? I was like, not all the way better, but like, I feel like I'll be able to get up and do things better. I was like, but you know what would actually make me feel like a lot better? And Sheena and Amberly go, what? And I say, if I could just go number two. Because I didn't go in like two days. So like, that's a big deal. Right, ladies? That's uncomfortable. You just like don't feel like yourself. If you haven't gone to the bathroom, it's like super uncomfortable. Um, so they also said to me, oh, we can take care of that too. And I'm like, are you guys fucking for real? You can take care of like my digestive system, my bowel movements. Like you can really like make shit happen. I get that I'm not as hungover as I was before, but what? So they go, no, 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 lay down. So they made me lay down on my back. And they both rubbed my stomach for about five minutes and then all and just like, I don't know, did their crystal shit again. And I'm not kidding you. After five minutes, I'm like, all right, I need to get up and go to the restroom. And I got up. I went to the restroom and I felt like a million bucks. I'm not kidding. So there's something to this energy shit. I'm, I'm not I'm, I'm not kidding. I know I sound crazy. I sound psycho because Sheena always sounds crazy when she comes to my podcast. But she's my BFF. So there's that. I just think that it's not that Sheena and Amberly have like powers. They don't have superpowers. They're, they don't have like some like crystal energy gift. I don't think it's necessarily that. I don't I, I think that if you believe something's going to work you convince yourself to make it work. So I convinced myself when they were trying to make me not hungover that it was going to work. And then when they were making me go number two, I was convincing myself that it would work to the point where it did. I feel like that that's something that we need to like explore a little more. Like the power of the mind. So that's making me think, okay, if I can make myself go number two, if I can make myself not be hungover, what else can I make myself do? This breakup, this whole like situation, I need to make myself not sad. I need to make like, I, 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 do you think I could make myself just like clean my apartment without actually doing it? 
can I like Matilda this shit? You know? Can I start making things fly? Oh, that would be the best, right? But don't you think there's something to that? Because, I mean, how does that even happen? I'm telling you, when I get a hangover, it is a hangover. It is a situation. I'm throwing up. I'm crawling, literally crawling. I'm dry heaving. I can't stand. I can't speak. It's the worst. And the fact that they took me out of that, it was just like, it was crazy. So, yeah, I feel like that's like pretty much all I I can probably say about this New Orleans trip. Stay tuned to find out more deets, I guess. But for realsies, I like legit can't hang. And I told Sheena and Amberly, I'm like, y'all better come back tomorrow because I'm pretty sure this is going to happen again. They didn't come back the next morning. And you know what happened? I threw up the whole day. That was fun. I legit thought I wasn't going to do anything that day either. But I had to. I feel like people had to carry me out of my bed. Just like bring me places. I did not look pretty. Definitely wasn't the prettiest girl in the world that day. Absolutely not. But being in New Orleans was so much fun. And we had so many cool experiences. Like, does anyone know what it's like when, say, when you're, you move from your hometown to an, a completely different city and then you make a bunch of new friends, but you still have your old friends. So then you take your new friends and you guys travel back to your hometown and you mix all the people together. It's trippy. It's trippy to see my, my Los Angeles best friends in my hometown in New Orleans it was just like world. It, all I could, all I kept saying is just like it's. It, it made me emotional. It was worlds colliding. It, it's just it made me so happy to be able to share that part of my life with my best friends that are out here. I also want to give a shout out to uh, Sarah, who's a Khaleesi, and she was there. This weekend, this past weekend while I was there and we missed each other. We didn't get to run into each other, but she did go to Sheena's Raw Republic, went to her uh, wellness center, her juice bar, her juice store, and they took a photo and Sheena sent it to me and it was so cute. So you guys, if any of you are ever in New Orleans, please go see Sheena's juice store because she's always happy to like, I don't know, heal you of anything. You just got to ask her to. But speaking of Sheena, it was her birthday yesterday, her 28th birthday, and I have big news. Uh, She finally launched her podcast, which is called Raw. I think it's Raw, Raw Talk or Raw with Sheena. I should probably get that right. It's Raw Talk with Sheena. Yes. Raw Talk with Sheena. And it's basically like Sheena on a podcast you know what I mean it's all like wellness like naturalness energiness alien stuff organic uh health like minus the aliens everything I'm not um if you liked listening to Sheena on my podcast and you you felt like you learned something from her, then I really I well I already strongly recommend you going and subscribing to Sheena's podcast. You can find it on iTunes because she's my best friend. And if you don't want to, then like fuck off. You know what I mean? Let's ride or die with each other. But I just feel like anybody and everybody can learn a little something from Sheena. Sheena is a completely different type of, of human being. And anybody that comes into contact with her, 
always feels like I know this they she enchants them and she they always feel like they walk away with some sort of knowledge that they didn't have before or some sort of newfound feeling uh, whenever I'm around Sheena and now Amberly, like I feel different after they leave me I, I feel happier I feel more empowered and I, I love that they're able to do that so please go and subscribe to Sheena's podcast Raw Talk with Sheena wish her a happy birthday too um learn a little something you know what I mean I'm gonna get into a little bit of bachelorette finale talk just a little though just a little but before I do um I'm gonna open up my drawer Stassi's drawer Stassi's stash opening that shit up because me I have birthday parties weddings and things to attend that I need presents for you guys we all have to attend events where you have to bring gifts And it's so hard. We all wait to the last minute. Every single one of us, I know we all do it, unless you're like, I don't know, some sort of freak, like, and you do it ahead of time. Kudos to you. I wish I was more like you. But I know that I get very overwhelmed because I wait to the last minute on everything. And I get so overwhelmed with what presents to get for people and what to bring. So I always end up bringing like wine or some shit. Not that anybody's complaining about that. Um... But I have two things for you guys. So when I open up my drawer, it's like you're taking out a present. It's like I have presents that I can just open the drawer like, oh, I have to go to a birthday party. I'm going to open my drawer and say, what's that? My first thing is tracker. Seriously, listen to this right now. Are you a person who loses things? I'm not really a person who loses things, but every single other person in my life is somebody that loses things. I am not kidding. Kristen... Oh, Katie, a lot of people, they lose things. It's annoying, right? So what, what if you actually had a little bitty tracker, circular tracker, and it was cute, like it had a photo on it, or it was like rose gold or a cute, your favorite color, and you put it on it. And whenever you lost something, you could just use your smartphone, press a button, and then you hear it ring. Seriously, I love that you can personalize it. Um, I was sent little trackers that have my podcast photo on it, and it's so freaking cute. Like, it's adorable. So it makes me want to put it on like my dog or something. Like, what if I lose my dog? Is that appropriate? Even <laughs> I won't ever lose my dog, but you know what I mean. I should basically put a tracker on like every bot- bottle of alcohol. You know what I mean? In case people come in and want to steal something, it's like you better not take that. Poor joke. Poor, poor joke. I'm sorry about that. Uh, let me explain a little more. Um, Tracker has the largest crowd GPS network in the world. So your lost items show up on a map, even if it's miles away. It's such an easy thing. It, ta- it takes zero time. So, you know, we all lose things when we're already in a rush. So when you don't have time to look around for it, you have a tracker and that saves you so much time. You never get to work late. So easy, so easy. But right now, uh, I'm offering you guys a special discount of 30% off your entire order if you go to thetracker.com and enter my promo code STASI. And that's T-H-E tracker, T-R-A-C-K-E-R.com and enter my promo code STASI. What I love about this is you can buy it in bulk in different colors with different photos and you can kind of hand them out. I think it's like a great party favor gift. Like say you're throwing a party or... I don't know. It's like a wedding and you want to give 
party favor at any any party favor situation because they're tiny and they're cute and they come in a cute little box it's just it's a cute little situation so test it out welcome to play it a new podcast network featuring radio and tv personalities talking business sports tech entertainment and more play it at play.it Talking pop culture, reality TV, celebrity gossip, relationships, and more. This is Straight Up with Stassi. Isn't life weird that, like, we always have to, like, buy presents for people, like, all the time? I feel like I'm always buying presents for people, which means I'm always buying presents for myself because whenever I buy a present for somebody else, I have to buy myself something. Like, it's like a reward. Does that make me like one of the most selfish people <laughs> in the entire world? Possibly, but I'm okay with it. Um, another present idea that is actually one of my favorites, I own one, is to frame, I love when people frame things. When people give me a gift that's a framed photo of some, a special moment, or even just, I love artwork. I love aesthetics. I love, I, I love all of that stuff. So when I get a framed photo, that is a brilliant present for me. But sometimes it gets so fucking expensive, right? I've had like photos that I brought to the frame store and it ends up being like $450, $450. It costs more than whatever I'm framing. I mean, I'm not getting a frame made out of pure gold. I don't understand how that's even a thing to have a $450 frame my mistake, I should be more responsible when I'm picking out frames, but whatevs. Um, Framebridge.com makes that so easy and affordable. It's a website where you can upload photos to the website. I mean, you can even tap into your Instagram. There's a, a, a part of the website where you can say, oh, I want to choose a photo from my Instagram. So you know when you like print out photos from your Instagram, they're always blurry. Framebridge doesn't do that. They're able to take your Instagram photos and blow them up to whatever you want and get them framed and then sent to your door. And when I tell you there are so many frames to choose from on this website, there are so many frames to choose from on this website. Whenever people come into my apartment, they always compliment me. The first thing I'm telling you that they always compliment me on is this one photo that I have framed and it's uh, it's of New York when it was raining and I it's like my... I'm walking away, so you really can't tell who it is, and I have an umbrella, and it was during Fashion Week, and it was one of my favorite moments, and I blew it up, and I, I used FrameBridge and chose this, like, champagne gold frame, and people always come in and compliment me on it. So I know that, granted, I might be just, like, being narcissistic that I think everybody likes to receive this type of gift, but I, because I do, but, I mean, who doesn't want a beautiful photo framed? Um that's why I think that it's such a, a beautiful gift and, and such a, a thoughtful present, especially because Framebridge is so affordable and it's easy to use and they just make it very, very easy. I'm telling you, instead of hundreds of dollars that you normally have to pay, their prices start at $39 and all shipping is free. $39 and all shipping is free. And if you go right now to framebridge.com and use my promo code Stasi, you'll save an additional 15% off your f- first order. So that's framebridge.com, F-R-A-M-E-B-R-I-D-G-E.com. Use my promo code Stasi and you get 15% off your first order. That's a lot. Somebody tweet me and remind me to... Uh, to like Instagram or tweet a photo of my frame because it's so cute. I love it. All right. I'm on my second DDP. 
my second diet dr pepper i already just spilled it on myself because i'm just like really eager to get into the bachelorette finale but also wanting to hold back a little so that i can like really discuss it on my next episode i don't want this is the thing everybody knows i haven't been like the biggest fan of this group of this this group of dudes um maybe it's because this has been the first season where i've recognized that i'm older than everyone (laughs) i've always watched the show uh, and like felt like everyone was older than i was and so like i watched it being like oh one day like this is what could like you you look at it as something like oh i'm not there yet now this season i was like i'm sorry is his age 24 his age is 25 wait he's 26 is anyone older than 28 no, I don't. I mean, I'm not sure. Maybe there was one or two. Can't remember them. It was just like a little discouraging, a little disheartening. So it made me feel weird. So maybe I was biased with this crop of dudes. Maybe I wasn't. Maybe I was just like dead on. They weren't the best. I don't know. Um, but I really didn't like Robbie. And Jordan isn't my fave either. Um, I'd rather Jordan over Robbie. But... I just kind of felt like it, it, it didn't have the same feeling that you get when you watch the end of The Bachelorette that you normally do or The Bachelor. I felt like it went by so quickly that I'm like, wait, are they ready to get married? Or am I just growing up? Am I just like a year older and I'm recognizing that like people aren't ready to get married after knowing each other on vacation for like a few months on like group dates? I, so... I, I don't know how I feel about it, but I don't want to I don't want to say anything too negative because Jojo was one of my favorite bachelorettes. Hands down, one of my faves. I really liked watching her and I felt like she was so genuine. And even when she was fighting with like, I felt like she didn't hold back. Even when she, there were those moments in the finale where she was kind of arguing with her parents about whether Jordan asked for her father's hand in marriage. And she told her mom to like kind of pipe down. I'm like, okay, jo- Jojo's like, I love that she's like authentic or she seems to be authentic. I like watching her. I think she's a good, she seems like she's fun to be around. I just, I like her. But last night when I was watching, well, first of all, Robbie get kicked off. Cool. Um, I felt like Robbie was like, he couldn't cry because he was just like thinking in his head is like, like, yes, all I wanted was to be the next bachelor. And now my dreams are coming true. I'm so glad you dumped me because this is all I wanted. I went on the show to like be the next bachelor and so that I could be like a model actor, or like maybe get a gig after this or make money off of Instagram posts. I don't know. And I couldn't watch. I was cringing because it's like he was trying to cry and he couldn't. He couldn't even get mad. He couldn't even get mad. He like, I feel like he showed zero emotion. He was just, it, it was like so weird and uncomfortable to watch. Then he gets in his car, in the car and he puts a white towel in front of his face, probably because he was smiling so big because he realized all of his dreams were coming true. Granted, it better not be. If he's the next Bachelor, I'm not watching. And then when I saw him on the after show, I'm like, this dude looks so bored. He could not care less about about this shit he just wants to be the next bachelor it's so obvious that was annoying and then when i saw jojo and jordan together it was it was kind of apparent that they were just in a fight or something 
but I'm rooting for both of them. I'm going to get into more stuff with my guest for my next episode. Um, But I just had to like throw a little something out there before I lost my train of thought. Anyway, you guys give me strength more than you know. I'm not kidding. Stay tuned, Khaleesi's. I love you guys. Bye.